0: Let's turn into Brad and Britt There's something about a train There's
1: something about a train That's magic How's the time to see the country? Uh you know, remember that? That was an old Amtrak commercial Was that Burt Bacharach? No, that Where was, was that? Uh, Richie Havens That was Richie, Richie Havens
0: Richie Havens <laughs>
1: Singing there, yeah There's something about a train Wow <laughs>
0: And that's how you wish to start us?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, because um,
1: when, when you look, uh, this, this is just terrible. It's it's just terrible. These poor people. Uh, first of all, here's a broad question. If the recommendation for people at minimum in this area would be to wear masks, good N95 masks, would they ignore that on purpose? Would that be equivalent to being told by big government and we're never going to allow that again to happen like during the pandemic because we know masks don't work, but actually they do, but many of us are convinced they're of no value, in which case next time you get operated on in a hospital, tell your surgeon to take off his mask.
0: I would hope if someone was told to put on a mask in that situation, they would not see it as some sort of political litmus test. Which they would. I would hope that they would just go. Eh, maybe this will just save you're, my you're, life. You're hoping against hope. I know, and hope is not a strategy.
1: That's right. That's right. Just a just a rhetorical question here. When you look at the, some of the the deep dive reporting that has been done on the Norfolk Southern train derailment in eastern Ohio, East Palestine, it's it it's kind of obvious that. Once again, we have just dropped the ball in the name of allowing the only thing that matters is how much money can we make. And you can plug that into almost anything. But when it's the railroads and they're carrying hazardous materials, mm, it's probably not a good idea to... To let up on safety regulations, and it's real, real simple. There had been a lot of uh, train derailments in the early two thousands, um, and by the time Barack Obama became president, being the meddling socialist that he is right. and was, right, the administration in twenty fourteen came up with some improved safety regulations. If you were carrying, say, petroleum or other hazardous materials. The industry lobbied. The railroad industry lobbied, lobbied, lobbied. And, of course, they they sliced it down. It wasn't as comprehensive as it could have been. But it was something. And they narrowed it down to crude oil. Um, but just about any other chemicals were, were sort of kind of exempt. But that it was something. It was something. All right, so –
0: 2017 who's the president then brit it'll be donald john trump senior yeah. in 2017 and because uh, of in, her but her emails right. in the
1: 2016 election cycle six million dollars went to republican candidates including the uh soon-to-be trump administration and there were some people who thought that what Obama passed, which wasn't just about the hazardous materials, but it was this way to improve the way trains stop the braking system.
0: Boom.
1: (laughs) And and as you know, and, and you always ask this when, when somebody gets run over by a train that wasn't trying to commit suicide, you know, didn't you see it coming a mile away and somehow you didn't get off the tracks. But then the, the other side of that is well, trains just, they can't stop on a dime. No, it takes can. them, I don't know, sometimes a mile or something. It takes a long So they had this improved braking system because it used to be, I'm going to try to explain this as best I've been able to to uh, understand this. It used to be that if the if the engine at the front hit the brakes, okay, then each car behind it would have to separately start to break by itself, okay? And they came up with this new technology that when the engine broke, all the cars instantly started to break, and that would, of course, make it easier to slow the train down and bring it to a stop, and it would keep the cars from running off the tracks quite so horribly as as you've seen. It would just be a better system, and it would cost – the industry allegedly, supposedly, about three billion dollars. Well, the Trump administration wasn't gonna burden the railroad industry with that. So they got that knocked out. They got the electronic braking system knocked out. So when you tap the brakes in the engine, all the cars behind it didn't automatically stop. They had the same old shitty brakes. It's like you know, remember the days of driving before everybody had um Uh, the, you know, what, you know, you know, kind of brakes everybody has now, the, the, Mm -hmm. uh, the computer thing. Not Yeah. Yeah. You you
0: hit the, whatever it's called, you know, you're talking about that used to be able you have to pump the brakes. They're telling you to pump the brakes. Yeah. But now the computer, when you hit the brakes and slam on it very hard, it does that for you. It does it way faster than you Yeah. Whatever
1: that's, I can't see. It's been there so long. I can't even remember what the name of that
0: is. An anti-lock braking. system There you go. There it is.
1: There it is. Anti-lock brake. Okay. So this is the equivalent of that. But the Trump administration paying back the donors and uh, standing for a not burdening industry with that regulation, it went away. So now, can you blame Donald Trump for this train accident? specifically?
0: <laughs> no, you can't. It would be no, stupid.
1: You can't. But we
0: will. Well, I mean, it's just as stupid as Jim Jordan's tweet that I showed you yesterday saying, well, that infrastructure plan's working out well. Huh, Biden? Look at all these trains sliding right off the tracks.
1: No, it's not as stupid as that. That's way stupider. This is not that stupid <laughs> at all. If you take away the regulations and the train corporations have no incentive to do the right thing, they apparently just won't do the right thing and they will not upgrade as it turns and that's out, have, have regulations. so as I disagree with out, right. you this is not as dumb as Jim Jordan, but by the way, if you want something dumb, I can actually find something dumber from Rick Scott. oh, please go last day don't let can, me stop you can, can, can we uh, can we go quickly on this one?
0: I'm um, always for a dumbass Rick Scott uh, statement or tweet or whatever yep um,
1: Rick Scott hit President Biden this day, which is Thursday as we speak, over the latest producer price. Index showing the price of eggs is up 209% compared to January a year ago. And Rick Scott, a man of the people, says, quote, Joe Biden's failure to get the inflation crisis he created under control is absolutely crushing America's hardworking families with high prices. You know, if you're going to demagogue shit, could you demagogue something that isn't so easily shoved right back up your fucking ass, Rick Scott. (laughs) We all know why the price of eggs is where it is. It's because a lot of the
0: egg-laying chickens are dead. I don't think that story has gotten out there as much as you think it has. I don't think the public is aware of that as much as they should be. It's fact. I don't I don't believe I mean, it, it is a fact, but I don't believe that story has been as ubiquitous as the reason for the egg thing going up. I just think it's, you know, the, I'll say the media has been lazy on that one. Unfortunately, you're right.
1: And this may get to the heart of what's wrong with, quote, and this is a bro- our media. It's almost as if they don't want to keep repeating the truth over and over and over again, That's true. Yeah. because it sounds like they're making an excuse for the price of eggs being up when Joe Biden is the president. And by mm. definition, Joe Biden is responsible for everything that happens in every corner grocery store in America on a daily basis. Joe Biden is America's
0: national price checker. It becomes very easy just to roll the story into the overall inflation. style. all oh, gas is up. This is up. That is up. Yes, and yes. it's just part of a narrative. And it's easy to just kind of scoop that in there. Although there's very different reasons that gas is up, very different reasons that eggs are up and all that other stuff that goes on. But that's, it's much easier just to say, Oh, Joe Biden is a moron and inflation is killing us.
1: But Rick Scott, uh, a guy whose company when he ran it that, that healthcare scam that he had going got fined a billion and a half dollars for ripping off Medicare many years ago. By the way, every story about Rick Scott should put that right at the beginning, too. Rick yeah, Scott, who terrible. before he ran for governor and then Senate, headed up a company that was fined a uh, you know, billion and a half dollars for Medicare fraud, said today that blah, blah, they should do that but they don't you know why you know, everybody already knows that right the answer is nobody knows that no,
0: and you don't. should know
1: that that's you part should. of your resume that's part
0: of your history Mister. and i also love like how republican voters just they and republicans in general just hate like the big pharma and the big health uh megastructure until it's their guy <laughs> they, they, he's all right he's fine he's fine of us it's fine it's not a problem i love that guy yeah the, yeah. These are the same people that supposedly shoved a, a vaccini- vaccination that's killing people down your throat, people. Right. Same, and, same kind of guy. And,
1: and, and by the way, I haven't been in a grocery store in about four or five days, but I noticed a slight downturn, a slight downturn in the price of eggs. And I did read last week that uh, we could be reaching a point, and this always happens when someone is where there's a glut and the price could wow. fall very, very quickly. But that, again, that doesn't matter. This is That's just gonna- like the price of gasoline, even though the price of gasoline right now, I do believe, is lower than it was before the invasion of Ukraine yeah.
0: by Russia. But that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, does it? If, if, if there is a glut on the eggs and the price drops, the next story is going to be chicken farmers now broke because of Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Egg bailout right here's this the, what uh, they do let's right. go
0: over to there, there's the fox news website now this is a great headline train derails outside detroit michigan with one car carrying hazardous materials that's good now if you're watching this live and there are a few of you over in the to the right there you'll see there's an ad for who is hunter biden part three coming soon on fox nation fox nation brad where the yeah. really crazy people go right Sign up today for Roseanne's Comeback, and Kevin Costner does Yellowstone. Uh, (laughs) By the way, the Rick Scott story
1: I I, uh, picked out of uh, the Hill newspaper. Eggs have been expensive for months, largely because of a nationwide bird flu outbreak, uh, supply chain challenges, and high feed costs. In other words, it's Joe Biden's fault,
0: right? Clearly.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. So... That was a nice, uh, that was a nice transition over there from the the uh, the train to the eggs. From the train to the eggs.
0: This is All the H five N one, the avian flu. Is what's uh, the real problem there? That's the real culprit.
1: Yeah. But as you now, say, it, it seems. To be by the way, difficult. if there was a, a vaccine you could give to
0: chickens, would they oppose yeah, it? I think they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, just give them some ivermectin, put it in their feed, let them peck themselves. That'd be fine. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Okay. Um, Right before we got started today, um, throw-up Thursday continued for Donald Trump. Oh, what is that? I mean, about? it was it coming fast and furious oh, it's sad for him. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the—before we get straight to, to Trump—we'll start with the state Republican Party in Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. The state Republican Party in Georgia. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution— did a little bit of digging and checking out the call logs uh, that the House Select Committee on uh, January 6th, that they had gleaned. And, I, you know, there's hundreds of pages there. So some of this stuff was probably there and uh, hadn't been that much investigated. Um, turns out that the Donald Trump campaign called more than 100 Republican state legislators in Georgia to – see what they thought about organizing a slate of fake presidential electors who would back Trump instead of Joe Biden, you know, the state that was won in the election in Georgia, that Joe Biden, um, by 12,000 votes. Or how many votes did Trump want? 11,780? Yeah, that's what it was. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's all I need.
1: All right, so according to the uh, Journal Constitution and they're investigating about 30 of the uh, Republicans contacted by the Trump team said, "Yeah, thumbs up. I'm in. Hell yes. 100% very supportive. Where do I sign up?" Now it's 2 years later. The Journal Constitution contacted these same legislators and uh they're all saying that probably wasn't such a good idea. Wouldn't have been the right decision. (laughs) Here's a guy named Casey Carpenter. Uh, I do think there were some issues with the election. as Georgia state representative, but that was not the way to go. Well, okay, la-dee-da, let's just carry on. And the, 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 the problem here is, and this might end up getting Trump off the hook, too. It's not against the law to say, yeah, doing shitty things is a good idea if eventually you don't do them, even if you are stopped from doing them. Uh, everything isn't like sitting next to the uh, the driver in the getaway car after the bank robbery, every everything can't be convicted that easily. Right, accessory to the crime, but it gives you an idea of the attitude of these people. And just because now, when they're confronted with what they said, uh, they're not doubling down and saying, "Yeah, that was a good idea. Why didn't we do that?" Which they're not going to do. <laughs> and apparently, I believe I saw Elliot Williams, the uh, the prosecutor, who's a regular. CNN uh, legal guy say, just the phone call. The you have to find me eleven thousand new vote. He says that's not enough to convict Trump. Yeah, um, there has to be more than that. And my first thought was, well, that's how mob bosses work, isn't
0: it? Of course, yeah. That's what they do. Did you take care of that problem with yeah. the guy. That's how you do it. You don't go, did you murder the guy down on Fifth Avenue who you ratted on us? No, you go, that thing with the right. guy, did you do it? But the,
1: the downfall of this country comes if not only does that not convict him, but that all the underlings, all the yo who got caught in the Capitol on January 6th, they're getting convicted right and left. They're copping a plea. They're going to jail. So if they all take the fall, and how many of them did say in their own defense in court, I I was doing it on the orders of Donald Trump. I was doing it to support him. And it never works as a way to get you off the hook, right? None of them have walked because of that. And the idea that that would translate over to the actual Donald Trump himself, who told people to do things and we have a record of it it wasn't just the people who were inspired to go trash the capitol but actual people who were contacted like the folks in georgia or phone calls that lindsey graham made and and, and that's not enough then we're fucked <laughs> we're, we're just fucked
0: and it, and it, it, this stupid- is how they get away with it as stupid as Donald Trump was with throughout this entire as ham handed and as heavy handed as he was through the thing for him to, that's like the one thing that he didn't do. The one mistake that he didn't made was completely overtly outright, uh, incriminate himself. That that's kind of hard to believe.
1: It's well, it, it, it's hard to believe. And I think the fact that, uh, a grand jury in, in Atlanta, according to what was released today is saying there was perjury, which I hope isn't a, again, we're back to the mob and the mafia here that, that we don't have people who are so crazy that of course they knew they were lying when they lied in front of a grand jury, which, you know, not a good idea, but are willing to do so. We're willing to do so in order to save the King. They would sacrifice their very being. They would go to jail. They would lie. And not only that, Britt, it it pushes the clock out because if they have to, I don't know what the sequence is here. Do they have to go after people first who lied in front of the grand jury before they take the uh, evidence that they know they have that was contradicted by liars and go after Trump? I don't know how that works. Not a lawyer not not privy well, to that. You either. and I have
0: been saying that for years. Like, what, what what does it take for you people to jump off the train? How are you going to fucking ruin your lives for this guy? You're not Absolutely. going to see your kids anymore. You're going to go to jail for four. Your life is ruined. You won't be able to get hired for any jobs. You're done, but you're going to do that for the service of this asshole? I mean, what,
1: what does it take? Well, it gets more bizarre all the time, doesn't it? Does. It? <laughs> it does. I mean, it's, it, just, it just does. And, of course, this is uh, underscored by mike pence and it was on monday right mm-hmm. or it was either monday or tuesday when we were doing the brad and Britcast that the the news came down that mike pence was going to resist uh was going to try to uh not appear in front of the grand jury in front of jack smith's subpoena get out and and abide by it and 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 testify and i like it brit when we're able to react viscerally without reading what anybody else had to say And at that at that time uh our first thoughts were that mike pence is a coward what a wuss what bullshit how could you possibly be the object of a mob trying to kill you, ordered by Donald Trump, having all the facts, putting it in a book, going around and talking about those facts. And then when it comes time to put it on the record in our judicial system, you want to run the other way. In service to what? Your your presidential camp stop it! That, that one makes my head explode. Britt, you got a better chance of being elected president than Mike Pence does. No, it's not going so happen, and, and I'm so. happy to see in the the uh, you know the the subsequent days here that uh, we were pretty much on target in in going after uh, Mike Pence. Here's what I wrote today: I said, "Mike Pence, the new coward of the country." <laughs> I was listening to that song the other day, "Coward of the County." It's
0: like, a story a, song, Brad. A great song. We, we used that's to have very, great story songs in this country. We don't really have those anymore, Brad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he didn't write There's that. A, that, was not his, that was not his writing. No, no, but, no uh, he
0: rarely wrote any of his big hits there. There's uh, uh, the latest on Jack Smith's little inquiry there. Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, when the January 6th insurrection happened, apparently is now said to have been subpoenaed by the grand jury. We don't know if he's going to try to resist or not. Of course, Mark Meadows was the representative from Western North Carolina before he graduated to uh, really a lofty expectation there as chief of staff for Trump. Brit, Brit. This is the
1: difference between what's going on right now and what was going on six or eight months ago when the January 6th committee was issuing subpoenas that were uh, being ignored. This time, this prosecutor, Jack Smith, is there any doubt that he will have these people jailed? Yeah, he's not fucking around. He's not
0: fucking around. (laughs) He's not fucking around, that's for sure. The January
1: 6th committee had no power to yeah. enforce anything remember you would hear well they have a little uh makeshift jail in the bottom of the Capitol." it was last used in 1846 to hold somebody in contempt
0: well okay so that was never going to happen
1: but this time shit's real as the yeah, uh, yeah, as they, yeah. they like to say
0: shit got real all of a sudden when jack smith started messing in there he's not going to be he's not gonna be fucking around at all uh, and so i don't know if you saw the clip
1: of pence yesterday and my god he what a wuss! What what a wimp! What a stuttering dork! What a what an inconsequential person in American history he will have turned out to to be, which is what he was when Trump tapped him to be the vice presidential candidate. This was his line, and, and he was asked, "Well, why are you doing this? Why are you ignoring this?" And he comes up with this. Executive bullshit explanation here.
0: Right there, he's trying to call you right now to clarify his remarks. No.
1: By the way, it's someone calling me who should know I'm doing a goddamn podcast right now. That's all I
0: can say. (laughs) I love stuttering dork when he was on the Howard Stern show. To be honest with you, he was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, that he's claiming that while
1: he was at the Capitol on the sixth, he was part of. The Congress and is therefore covered by the uh, what is that speech and and stop. whatever bullshit clause. Which just by the stop. way, so what? Okay, for the uh, two hours you were there, they're not going to ask you about
0: that. Yeah. That's not the. That's not what they're investigating. You liar! Stop! You need, you need a proctologist because somebody you just pulled that right out of your ass. Stop! Oh, but
1: wait, just a few months ago, it was I'm not going to appear before the January sixth committee because uh, there's executive privilege conversation between me and the president. So wait a minute. So you were part of the executive branch one day and then the, for two hours, then you're a legislator covered by that's, This is all bullshit. He's gonna have, lose. Yes. But again, this is about extending the clock. This is about is. running out the clock. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, but here was his line. And I thought this was a Freudian slip. Why are you doing this? Why are you trying to ignore the subpoena quote for me? This is a moment where you have to decide where do you stand. And I stand on the Constitution of the United States. He used Man. the word on the Constitution. Is it looks is like a doormat. Do yeah. you just stand on it? Do you stomp on it? Yes, that's what you're doing. You should stand with the Constitution, yes. by the Constitution. <laughs> yes. You should honor the Constitution, obey the But you don't stand on it. That's my line.
0: That's yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't I don't. He's such a yeah, he is he's so cowardly. It I, I'm still shocked. It's it's just remarkable that he did the right thing on January the sixth of 2021. It's just like he had to have his feet he feet held to the fire to do the right thing. It sounds like anyway.
1: Well, of course, he, the only reason he did the right thing was because he couldn't find a way to do the wrong thing. I like he I wanted said, to do the wrong thing so bad.
0: Oh. They need to re they need to rewrite the book profiles in cowardice. That's exactly what he's doing. I mean, he's such a freaking wuss. That guy tried to kill you. I mean, I, has anybody in his family sat him down? And, you know, he tried to kill you, right? You know, those people were coming to kill you. Oh, that's funny, mommy. Go ahead, make me another biscuit. No, they, the motherfucker tried to kill you. He was sending people to murder you. They had a thing that was hanging, like a big, like a noose out in front. I don't know if they're going to use that or they're just going to shoot you, but they were if they got a hold of you, you'd be dead. Ugh. I don't get it. I don't I don't look very favorably on people who uh, try to kill me. That's just how I work. It might be a, the forgiveness gene doesn't isn't in me the way it is with Mike Pence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> So you think so you think that because of all this stuff that's happening, that the noose is finally uh, tightening a little bit on Donald Trump? I mean, everybody around him continues to like there's got to be at one point somebody that goes, I'm not going to ruin my life for you. You asshole. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care if you've got pictures of me blowing. goats. I don't care." that that may have already happened. We just don't know about it
1: yet, please, because that's that is what will be used to issue actual indictments. For crimes and remember we're just talking about january 6th here this has nothing to do with what you know, a lot of folks think is an easier easier takedown which is over the documents that uh ended up on the uh, auto train down to uh, florida <laughs> you remember the auto train I, it's still around i guess you know you want to have your car delivered down to South Florida from the Northeast? Right. You put it on a train. Yeah, There's something tra- about a train.
0: Yeah, this is, this this one didn't derail. Yeah, <laughs> it made it down to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, we find by unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia presidential election in 2020 that would have resulted in overturning the election. Um, so Norm Eisen, you know Norm Eisen is he mm-hmm. was. Uh, I think it was Obama's uh, ethics guy. He says the Georgia special grand jury excerpts are starting to emerge. They are very bad for Trump. Um, If this is all true, especially the part about no fraud happening in Georgia, of course, to even question, then Trump likely committed crimes and they will tag him on this. The Georgia grand jury has spoken. That means Trump committed crimes and he's going to get indicted. That's, that's norm eisen but that's how it's being uh read into by uh, a lot of folks on on different sides so you know i guess Brit, we we just hope it uh uh this doesn't interfere with march madness um and other things like that we we look at our calendars when when news like this starts to break don't we we always do yeah yeah all right i got another one i you're, i know you saw this
0: I agree with Rick Bayless. Not Rick uh, Bayless. Oh, why do you agree with you know, Rick Bayless, ne- Skip Bayless? Skip oh, yeah, Bayless. Yeah, Rick Bayless who makes delicious Mexican food. I always and agree he, with him, but his brother, his strange brother Skip, I never agree with. Yeah. Um
1: I I agree with him on this. He he was talking about the lack of black coaches, head coaches in particular, in the NFL. And his his take is that it's all about the fact that socially the owners are just not comfortable with ideas like well having go out with a black coach and his wife these are rich guys they don't dine with <clears throat> those kind of people very often like hardly ever and that's yeah. not the only reason um and this is not an original idea by by Skip Bayless. Uh, isn't, this, uh, of, sh- isn't,
0: isn't this shades of isn't this shades of MF or I want more iced tea? Isn't it shades he, of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: here, here here's the quote from. Ba- I'm going to boil it down to these older white owners just aren't that comfortable with a black head coach because they need to interact or they need to go to dinner with the wives or the significance or whatever, and they're just not that comfortable. And that's something that you can't you can't quantify. You can't put your finger on it it's obviously not the only thing and uh, clearly the rooney family that <laughs> owned the pittsburgh steelers forever they they were okay with with uh, uh you know hiring a mike tomlin who i assume is is married and they probably had mike tomlin and his wife over to their house a few times <laughs> so they're not all the same did but, they behave but, themselves wait, wait,
0: wait, all right let me give you a name here you ready ready right. okay. jerry jones that's the only thing you think of when you think of an NFL owner. And I'm not blaming you or anything like that. But when you think of NFL owner, that's the guy that comes to your mind. And, yes, he does come off as a plantation owner. And, yes, there was a very unfortunate picture of him that was released around Thanksgiving about three months ago.
1: Right. But 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 what that does is it, it kind of makes this theory plausible in the most general
0: sense. He's the most influential and most powerful of the NFL owners without question. And uh, Robert Kraft would probably be second, although that's debatable, but Jerry Jones is the guy that more or less drives the train. And he does come off as the kind of guy that wouldn't, you know, that might have, I'm sorry. I got to go back to that picture from, from everybody goes, well, he's not doing anything in the picture. I'm going to say, if you're a teenager and you're showing up at an event where black people are being ridiculed, you're not there just to chew gum or maybe swap baseball cards you're probably there for, for no good. I think that's, that's a fair thing to say. Yeah. It's like
1: calling up someone and saying, I need 11,000. Exactly. It doesn't
0: not... mean you're guilty of the crime, but you know, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's like, it, it, remember you always do the mom said, mom said, if you hang out with these people, you're going to get like painted with that same brush as these idiots. If you're hanging out with a bunch of racists that are taunting some black kids, yeah, Chances are you maybe have ta- been taught. You weren't there because there wasn't anything on TV that day. Right. What what makes this
1: <laughs> again more plausible is that there are, there are two or three, at least maybe more, extremely successful um, offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, which is right below head coach, who have powered teams. For years and they keep getting passed over and the same white Stiffs get job after job even after they've been fired for
0: sucking and by, by white Stiffs do, do you mean Josh McDaniels the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders or, or that would be one <laughs> yeah. so the the poster child for this is uh, Eric Bieniemy, who is a coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs and I've heard every excuse in the book for oh he doesn't interview well I think is what some w- were the whispers that have been ho- told most recently. He didn't. In fact, this is gonna. This is really gonna fuel your fire. This is gonna roast you. There are some rumors that uh, that the co- the owner of the um, of the Las Vegas Raiders, Mark Davis, would consider bringing John Gruden back. Oh, stop! A guy who was no. fired for overt, clear, and present racism. Well, Brit, this get, is
1: a country get, where we're thinking that. It, Donald Trump could get elected president again. So you know what? I'm, I don't doubt for one second that they do that. I don't that would, doubt it for a second.
0: That would, be, that would be amazing if a guy who got fired for just clear racism gets brought back before Eric Bieniemy or Byron Leftwich or one of these very qualified, Steve Wilks, one of these very qualified assistant coaches can get a head coaching job in the NFL. And by the way, if John Gruden has brought has, is brought back, it kind of counteracts the Raiders being the first organization to hire a black coach in league history. Yeah, that's gone. That's all. It kind of cancels it out, honestly.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's like the greatness of Mike Pence (laughs)
0: for not
1: uh, for for not tanking the election on January 6th. That's kind of being squashed here. Yeah. By him keeping his mouth shut. Be a shame if something happened to that dog of yours, Mike, huh?
0: (laughs) That's See, right.
1: we, the thing is, we don't know. Maybe that's it. No, that's not it. Mike Pence just sucks on his own. He doesn't have to be threatened to be a I mean, puss. If,
0: if, if we were doing a real like, right-wing conspiracy podcast that gets, gets a million views every day, we'd be like, well, I think Donald Trump can make the Secret Service just shoot Mike Pence on command. One word from Donald Trump and Mike Pence is dead. The Secret Service just aims their gun and then they cover it up. They murder his entire family, and it's an accident. <laughs> that, that's the kind of shit that they float all the time.
1: Mm. Mm, mm, mm.
0: Guess who's not coming to dinner? The black coach that I didn't hire. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, but if, uh, you look, if you look at the head, I mean, I, I mean, we talked about Jerry Jones, the guys who just bought the Broncos, the Walmart family, the Walton guys, mm-hmm. David Tepper, I mean David Tepper doesn't the guy from the Carolina Panthers who's uh, like the richest owner in the NFL
1: right
0: does he seem like the kind of guy that would be I mean he just had a very successful black head coach who proved that he could do the job and he sent him on his way and hired a white guy I right. guess that's
1: that's why you have to start looking beyond obvious well, they're just racist someone who would Make it to that kind of station in life, have that much money, own businesses and things, and, and an NFL team. They're probably the last person that they think is racist. I'm not racist. I've I own companies where I employ lots of black people. Blah blah. It has nothing to do with the fact that we don't have a black head coach. It's just, and you can't quantify it, no. but you can see a common thread of. Yeah, for assistant coach, that's cool. But when it comes time for the, ah, uh, just okay, I, I, I can just see it being that way.
0: Well, and, it's, and that's that's part of the thing about systemic racism. You don't have to overt, you don't have to like think it overtly. It's just kind of it's kind of baked in the cake. Okay, all right, you're, don't go woke on me. <laughs> Somebody, <But that's>, uh, <laughs> right, right, you know what?
1: That's what that's what being woke is. It's understanding that that shit is around it does affect the way things have been and continue to exactly be. exactly and, and it's, if, it's, if that's it sign me up
0: bradley well, woke did you Brit see that as, you, you saw that asshole james rosen now with newsmax he asked uh Karine pierre he asked her uh is is president biden woke that was like a question that he asked her the other day and she was able to she's very well, able she, to foul it all It's stupid I mean, my answer would have been, if by woke, you mean aware, empathetic. Yes, James, he is. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I don't know what you're going with. Well, the the answer should be, look, we're happy if uh, Joe Biden is woke by 930 every year. (laughs) With with that in mind, I'd like for us to close with uh, possibly the most ridiculous attempt to Trash Joe Biden because of his age and um, because of the fact that uh, today happens to be the day he gets his medical exam, gets it once a year. Here's the headline. I won't tell you which publication this is. You'll be able to figure it out. Probably. Here it is. Will Biden's physical results be, quote, sugar coated? Hmm. Hmm. Last part. Obama's ex-medic says he's, quote, not a young 80, and his worsening gait could be significant. Uh, America's oldest ever commander-in-chief 80 has faced serious criticism about his mental capacity, blah, 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 blah. But some doctors, now, now remember remember the line about Obama's ex-medic? Do you know who they're referring to? It's not Ronnie Jackson, is it? Yes,
0: Oh Jesus! That drunk so, so, ass. So bastard. Think about think
1: about that. This is a fucking headline oh, right now. I'll oh, suck it. Who they're referring? Now remember, Ronnie Jackson is the yeah. drunk. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Who Trump kept, and then lied for Trump several times. Remember that greatest yeah. condition I've ever seen anybody. And then he ran for Congress as a drunk in Texas, and he won. And He won.
0: Because that's what you do in Texas. You go elect drunk. There aren't drunk Republicans win.
1: So you go to Ronnie Jackson right now, who is the biggest hack Trumper in Congress, who you never see because he's such a fucking backbencher loser. But they quote him for the purposes of this article that's my point sorry about five minutes and the fucking thing is still covered up i can't believe you just will not believe that i had a piece here for for an hour right the minute i go to it one of these yeah, fucking I, mean, I hope google goes out of business i don't think it's, they're it's going covering, to. no it's covering up the top third of the thing and i cannot get rid of it because you want to when you click on the x it goes why do you want to get rid of this because <laughs> it's fucking covering up what i want to read you shits
0: Sorry. Do you want to, I've got some of Biden's current remarks about the stuff they shot down. Do you want to hear that or you just want to wait? No, go, go, go. go. This is some of uh, the stuff he's talking about. Our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, so-called NORAD, so called. closely scrutinized uh, the, uh, our airspace, including enhancing our radar to pick up more slow-moving objects above our country, around the world.
1: Like By doing you? so,
0: they attract three unidentified objects—one in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron. We're dipping this one sternly. They acted in accordance with established parameters for determining how to deal with unidentified aerial objects in U.S. airspace. At third recommendation, I gave the order to take down. Okay, this these is boring. Get
1: rid of it. It's, <laughs> it's Nothing it's not to say. Anything. We're done. That
0: means we'll we'll end with "Oh how the mighty have fallen." I know you saw this story. Tesla recalling. More than 360,000 vehicles, they're saying their full self-driving baby software, may cause crashes, Brad. The great, the mighty, the genius, Elon Musk, and you're the one who wants to take me into space. You can't even figure out the road yet, you dumb fuck. There we go. May we dispose of the idea, finally, at long last, that Elon Musk is a genius. Can well, we I get thought I was until I got fucked over by Google trying to read an article.
1: well you know this whole self-driving thing it's one of those it's great until it isn't yeah you know it's it's a good idea until it's it's not a good idea but you know uh i mean i don't know if you have this on your car. i mean I, i have the kind of uh cruise control that automatically keeps a distance between the car in front of me i don't have that it automatic so if i'm if i'm going 70 yeah and the car in front of me is going uh 75 and then slows down to 65 it'll it'll slow me down yeah that's good enough for me that works that it's a good it's a good system it's not it's not self-driving at all but if you're uh, doing cruise control that's a it's a pretty good thing but it's uh It's certainly not as damaging as Google blocking me being able to read in a fucking article that I put up here on my screen, on a separate screen over here to the right. Jesus. (laughs) We'll see you guys on Monday.